Hi, I'm Laverne McKinnon, and I'm a coach who loves to help ambitious, driven people achieve their dreams, especially when they hit some type of speed bump along the way and we figure out how to regain the momentum so they can hit their moonshot. This is a recent blog post I did about love in honor of Valentine's Day, but I was a bit of a contrarian, so the focus is on love and grief rather than romantic love. It's available on my site, moonshotmentor.com. Grief is love sidekick. When those words came out of my friend Barbara Bloom's mouth, they stopped me in my tracks. Pieces clicked into place that previously had refused to come together. Of course, the pain from loss is correlated to the depth of affection, appreciation, and care that I hold for a person, place, or thing. The two go hand in hand like fries and ranch dressing, chocolate and malt, oatmeal and raisins. One of the many ways I navigated a career in entertainment was to fall love. Not romantic love, but a kind of devotional platonic love. Although I did fall in love with my husband when we met at Klasky Chupo, the animation company that did Rugrats. He was head of production. I was head of development. And it's a story for another time. Like most people I imagine, I frequently was given assignments that were not an affinity match, but I wanted to do a good job and be rewarded for my work. So I found something in what I was doing to appreciate. And once the door opened for appreciation, I could find my way forward. There was this one time early in my career when I was given an assignment to write a guidebook for writers about FCC regulations dealing with children's content. I did not want to be the one responsible for sharing and enforcing these non-negotiable rules. I wound up falling in love with the design of the guidebook rather than its words. I loved the font, the spacing, the colors. It looked smart and elegant. My favorite falling in love in a non-romantic way was with my colleagues being in the trenches, navigating confusing directives, plotting around politics, doing lemonade cleanses, fudging our expense accounts. It really helped me get past some of the bigger challenges and disappointments because I wasn't in it alone. My coworkers would come to my house for holidays. We'd meet at the gym at the crack of dawn to work out, pull all-nighters, head to the Grove for drinks after work. When I was fired from my job, so much of my grief was about missing my workmates. It was devastating not to hear from them when I was let go, and I was ashamed of my naivete and thinking that we were real friends. Many people did reach out, but oddly not the folks I had directly worked with at the company. It was debilitating because I truly loved them. Grief and love are intertwined. In retrospect, I sort of understand why I was treated like a leper. People frequently don't know what to say or do when someone is experiencing disenfranchised grief, or they don't want to be associated with someone who is no longer in favor or maybe they didn't like or respect me and were relieved that I was gone. Over the past few months, I've had dozens, if not a hundred conversations about losses in people's careers. What shines through is that they were in love. They loved their career. They loved the opportunity to express themselves. They loved using their talents and being appreciated and respected. And most importantly, they had a sense of belonging and purpose. I've come to believe it's inevitable that I will feel grief whenever I feel love. I've also come to release the mistaken belief that I can choose who or what to love. I really did try, though, to not love so deeply because I thought it would protect me from pain, but it didn't work. Grief is love sidekick. So those are my thoughts on grief, being love sidekick, and I'd love to hear what you think. Will you let me know whether you agree or disagree? Reach out to me at moonshotmentor.com or follow me on social media at moonshotmentor on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Thanks for listening.